Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Sending a text, as okay. you can see. Yeah. Sure. Um, EGA is watching on YouTube, writes in and says, The Rod Peterson Show equals big time. Smoky in the air, good times. What does that mean? I don't know. I was hoping you knew. <laughs> um, oh, one of the songs in our commercials? Okay. Because here's the text message is to you. To remind me to go get my Amazon Fire Stick right after the show. Ah, yes. <clears throat> and the the gear. And the gear to go with That's it. important. I've got the broadcast gear oh, that, packed. Oh, you do? Okay, good. That was my concern. Everything packed, and I thought I was going to straight to the airport, and then I realized, Dude! I need my Amazon Fire Stick. I need to stay on top of my CFL. Right? Well, you know when you said, sorry, this is off topic, and I haven't told you about this What's yet. off topic? What's on topic? <laughs> I know. But you know how we were in the car driving home from Calgary, and you're like, did you get the gear? And I had a mild, we mild panic like attack. Strathmore. And I packed it, right? Yeah. I did leave something in the room. What? You know when we separated the keys to the rental car? Yeah. One part of the keys? But it's not ours. No, but that's why I still got the car. <laughs> Until they show up today. Then you return it. They have to get mailed in. Whoops. Yeah. Well, at least it's not my fault. (laughs) I don't know whose side of the keys it was. But it is like a scene from Dumb and... It was like a scene from Dumb and Dumber, though. We're 30 miles east of Calgary coming home, and I turned him. Going through Strathmore. (gasps) Did you pack the broadcast gear? And you're like, yeah, last night. I'm like, oh, good. Because we said we'd do it together. (laughs) We said we'd do it together, and I went to bed early. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so it's Flame Tech Football Friday. People got football questions. Flame Tech is locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Let's make a little noise here, please. We got a lot of time here in the second half kickoff for Core Grain before we break and bring in John Murphy of the Argos. And so let's talk about the CFL games. We did talk about last night's Thursday night football game. It was amazing. We got into the analytics with Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network last hour, and she explained uh, analytics and her role in it. It's amazing. There are a couple things to do. Uh, One, please go to the RP Show Instagram page and enter our CFL ticket giveaway for any team in the regular season with our new partners, betregal.net, betregal. 
the exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show and the Canadian Football League. We had a Zoom call with them yesterday, which feels like a month ago to me already for some reason. Mm -hmm. But they're all excited. We're all excited. Enter that contest and then go to Bet Regal before tonight's kickoff of Calgary Hamilton. Sign up for the free play sportsbook like I have. Get $1,000 Bet Regal points and Bob's your uncle. You don't even have to lose money. Because frankly, I suck at betting. I actually really suck at betting. Yeah, but this is the idea. Practice, right? (laughs) I'm talking about practice? Practice in the free play sports book with the BR points and away you go. CFL Mel watching on YouTube says, hey, from Cambridge, Ontario, fingers crossed that quarterback David Watford can get the Ticats the win. I'll say it again. CFL Mel, you should go way back to the start of the broadcast today because we talked about this game tonight. Tie Cats are favored by two bet regal odds. Oh, you said we got NFL odds too for the weekend? We will. Clark's got a thing here, yeah. but that's coming up later, right? Sure. We got a lot of people watching on YouTube right now and Facebook. I want to stick to the CFL right now just for now. Doubleheader tonight, doubleheader tomorrow. Let's talk about that Calgary. Uh, sorry, we have talked about the Calgary game. The Stamps fans are just going nuts here. Hey, I like it. CFL Mel, by the way, says my Rod Peterson bumper sticker just arrived. Slapping that pump- puppy on right now. Hey, drive that around Hamilton and let me know the reaction you get. Do the do this down King Street in Hamilton, okay? With the put it right there. See what they say. They love me in Hamilton. I'll never forget that King Street walking down. I told this story on the air before, but I'll say it again. With six foot eight, Chris Schultz walking down that main drag in Hamilton. There were people hanging out of windows, hanging off him. We love you, Chris. We love you, Chris. I'm like, is that like this all the time? He's like, all across the country, bro. I'm like, I don't think I'd like that. Serious. Yeah. Not being able to go anywhere and have any Six privacy. Six foot eight. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey says, on that note, Bo will be in town October the 9th, Rod. Just saying. Is that when Calgary's here? Or the Riders there? I don't even, I haven't even looked at the schedule. Next football game I'm going to is the Bills and the Dolphins on Sunday. And we covered that earlier last hour. Um, from Jack in Alberta. A record followers day when Bo Levi Mitchell is on the Rod Peterson show guest seat live. I know both are champions in sports and life. I got two actual football questions to ask to Moose, but I, I really, and I'm really interested in getting your answer on those. But people really want, they love the gossip and the, the heat, the sizzle. What do you say? You yeah. sell heat. Oh, yeah. The Bo and I thing. I've got so many mutual friends. This won't surprise anybody. You people. won't surprise you. People are like, friends of both, like, you guys are so similar. You guys would get along great. I'm like, I don't doubt that for one second. Even when I was with the Riders and he was with the Stamps, they're like, you guys, if you're on the same team, you'd love each other. Yeah, but we're not, right? You know that, right? But now I'm on my own team and he's still there. Yeah. I see no reason why we couldn't be friends. If, if it's true that we would be besties, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. 
uh, from Jeff in uh, Winnipeg says, man, miss Schultze. Miss him on the TSN panel. It was nice they recognized him in week one kickoff. Really nice that TSN did that. Uh, from Dominic, he says, how, are, how is Hamilton favored? And how many Stampeders are injured for that to work? <laughs> uh, Hamilton's at home. They've won 10 in a row there. I think the odds makers maybe have done their homework on David Watford. Brandon Banks is back. Calgary hasn't been favored now in a few games, if you've noticed. Yeah. Rare. Bo shoved it down their throat last week. Jeff in the zone on YouTube says, what's up, Rod and Darren? What's your guys' betting thoughts for the Minnesota Twins and Blue Jays game tonight? How about that? Stop. Jays winning. Hinjin Roos on the mound for Toronto. They'll win tonight, okay? Hinjin doesn't usually blow up until the playoffs, so... Would you bet on the Jays to win tonight? Yeah. Yeah, we got the Jays to win. Back to football. Couple things. Mm-hmm. One's on the Winnipeg Blue Bomber defense, so hang on, CFL fans and Bomber fans. We're coming back to that. Okay. But Howard, because you played football, you coached football. I assume you've ref football? Yeah. yeah. No, but. No, but still. You could. I could. How are you with the adage that a football game doesn't come down to one play? Because for years and years and years that I've, like I've been broadcasting football, but I'm not a football guy. I know hockey inside out. I don't know football inside out. They've always said, oh, games come down to three or four plays. That's what they always say. Especially when a guy blows it, like Lawrence last night, the D lineman for the Giants. You know, maybe he's getting tarred and feathered in his own locker room, but publicly, if a kicker misses a field goal or there's a bad penalty or there's some or drop pass, oh, it's okay, man. It didn't come down to you. I have a sense that they feel that it actually does come down to one play. I know, right? So what do you think? There's a little feeling. When you say that a game comes down to three or four plays or a handful of plays, when you have two good teams playing against each other and it's fairly even, the game does. It's decided by three or four plays. Not one. I, I never think that a game's decided by one play. You don't, eh? I really don't. I think one play sometimes can be the difference. Like it kind of was last night. But there were so many other moments, right? You, you add up. Blown moments. Those blown moments from the Giants. There was 11 points on the board, right? They missed a field goal. And they had two touchdowns that drop in the end zone. And Daniel Jones's touchdown that resulted in field goals instead of touchdowns. That's four points each off the board and a missed field goal. So there's your 11 points. So there's a few plays where that game was decided, not just one play. I always think it's three or four plays determine a game. Really? When, when you're close like that, yeah. I think you're wrong. Okay. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, and to be honest, 13th man, 2009 Grey Cup. A good friend of mine, Mike McCullough. I think it was 13 years in the CFL, played at St. At Francis Xavier. And then uh, 13 years, I think it was 13 years with the Riders. He says, if anybody ever wants to tell you that a game doesn't come down to one play, evidence, 2009 Grey Cup, 13. Yes, it does. So, and last night was eerily similar to that. The game's over. Hopkins missed the field goal. It's over. They're walking off the field. Oh, wait. Offside on the defense. Oh, let's, let's give him some more yardage here. It's 11-11, by the way. Opportunity is knocking. Pay attention to what you're thinking and get clear on what you want. So that's one. You say that it doesn't come down to one play. I still do. I had this argument with um, 
the Silver Fox, Kelly Rumpel. Uh, Memorial Cup. The Pats hit a post in the first period of the second game of the round robin and went on to lose the game. And I said, that post in the first period changed the whole game. And the Silver Fox is like, you actually think that, that a play in the first period changes the complexion of the whole game? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Momentum, mentality, mm-hmm. a swing, especially if they come down and score a bad one in your goalie, which is what I think happened. I think that one missed play or one play in the first period of a hockey game can affect the outcome 45 minutes later. I really do. But I just I didn't play football, so I don't know if that is a thing in football. In momentum, right? You make a, a yeah. drop early. It can. It can change the direction of the game. That game last night ended up coming down to one play. really did. It came down. It was decided by the one play. But if you're in the Gi- Giants' room, you're not just saying, ah, that one play, if we clean that up, we're winners. No, you got to clean up all these other things. things that really put you in that position. It shouldn't have been an opportunity for Washington to even win that game. Sprinkling in comments from our viewers because we're all in this together. Darren Workman's watching in Salt Lake City, and this is funny. He says, the Giants need to make a big wish, LOL. Like, they blew the game. Uh, Mitch Hudson watching on YouTube, and he, that's a new name. Looks like a new viewer. He says, the Elks play the Bombers three times in the next five weeks. Do you think there's a chance the Bombers can take the division a lot earlier than expected? I'm so glad that you segued that into what was my next point. I was reading the game notes. Again, I didn't get the Rough Riders Argonauts game notes, and I'm going to uh, respectfully say it was an oversight why I didn't get them. So I read uh, the other game notes, the other games. Darren... The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are allowing, on average, 0.5 points in the fourth quarter per game. 0.5. They The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are on pace to historically have the best record, the best defense in Canadian Football League history. Now you're going to say, oh, it's only 14 games, Rod. No, you can extrapolate that. Uh, I guess extrapolate would be the best way term to use on points per game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, of course, they would want to put an asterisk beside it, I guess. I'm going to give that credit on that to Richie Hall or whomever, but this might be the greatest defense ever. And how do you judge that? Yardage against, points against? Is there some sort of formula for that? For me, I would suggest points against. That's pretty good determination of a good defense, Yeah. right? A combination of yards, I think yards allowed is a big part of that, and points. Um, I think for me, those are the two biggest measuring sticks. Sacks, okay, but it's points and yards. And points, number one, yards, number two, when you talk about best defenses, because at the end of the day, your job is to keep the other team out of the end zone. And if you don't allow points, that means you've done your job, no matter how many yards you give up. This defense is really good. And I would have not believed that stat in the fourth quarter, but when the game matters the most... The defense plays their best in Winnipeg. So you better not get behind early because they lock it down in the fourth quarter. We'll see if that continues. 14 games is well, way more than enough to determine best of all time. Jeff in Winnipeg says 0.5. Defense does win championships, which is what the Bombers did in the playoffs on route to the Grey Cup win. Sam Malone says the Bombers will feast. What was the name of the bartender in Cheers? Was that Sam Malone? <laughs> Sounds familiar. 
Ted Danson's watching today. Sam, the Sam alone. Uh, from David in Winnipeg, he says the Blue Bombers are amazing. They really are. And for whatever reason, nobody's pumping their tires. I don't get it. And it's a combination of talent on the field. And I would suggest play calling by Richie Hall. I can't. Pint. Con- what do you got? I can confirm. What? Ted Danson was Sam Malone. Sam Malone. I love that guy. Love that guy. I was thinking of him the other day, by the way. A scene from Cheers. I'll tell you in the break. Wow. Do, 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 do. 11, 11. Beneath Sports Podcast in Toronto's watching and says, there were multiple plays that the Giants could have won the game. The drop pass in the end zone by Slayton didn't help. I'm not sure that we've come to a conclusion on this, by the way. We'll put it to Murph. Can one play decide a game because the offside penalty that allowed Washington a second chance at the game-winning field goal, had he stayed onside, the game's over, and they would have overcome all of those other mishaps and won. And all of a sudden they're thinking, we must be a good team because we overcame all these mistakes and we still won. Because that's a thing too. So I'm not sure that we... Solved anything? Put this to bed. Yeah. It is a football Friday for Flame Tech. And hour two is brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. Previewing Saskatchewan and Toronto. John Murphy joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond... Your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Right. Here's right. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I don't know if our mics were on. We were talking about the humidity. I was yelling humidity into the microphone, and we were watching ESPN this morning. And that was the big thing for Tim Tebow's Florida Gators hosting Alabama, your team this weekend. Yeah. He said the humidity. That's that's our advantage, the humidity. That's a John Lynch thing. It'll be 100%. It'll feel like 150%. And Stephen A. laughed in his face. Yeah. Uh, but And then Tebow said, no, no, it's like no, the atmosphere of the stadium is going to be hot. He's backtracking. Still are are you worried? Put no. your crimson tide. Alabama's going to win by at least two touchdowns. And by the way, Jack in Alberta writes in and he says, Rod, could you please say howdy to Murph for me? Outstanding in everything he does on and off the field. Love, John Murphy. Well, 
Let's bring him in now, the uh, Toronto Argonauts. I call him the assistant GM, if I hope I got that right. How you doing, Murph? Happy Football Friday. Happy game day. Doing great. I probably should uh, send Jack some money for, for saying <laughs> those type of things. Oh, you didn't you didn't prep him for that? No, Jack's a good guy. He's a fantastic guy. Murph, you saw the tail end of our last segment. Where are you on does one can one play decide a game in, in pro football? Well, I think in that in that uh, for instance, it, you know, it comes down to that one play makes a difference, but you you certainly have other plays leading up to that, right? You you can cause that stop, you can uh, not allow those couple of completions they did prior to that to give them uh, a chance to get that far and, and in other places the Giants had multiple opportunities uh you know to you know put that game away and not have it come down to there so I think if uh you know mistake prone teams uh in the biggest moments become mistake prone and uh I think that's kind of more of where Joe Judge is going to see that uh that there are a lot of other times in that game where uh you know a few things happen that uh they they need to be better at uh, and, and even in the, the biggest moments, you know, like their best player, uh, you know, Bradbury against, McC- you know, McLaurin last night, most of the times McLaurin was the better of it. And then Bradbury jumps, you know, makes an interception, but you don't finish the drive and you give them a chance to come down and kick a game winning field goal more times than not. If you leave the door open, uh, somebody's going to take it. I feel Murph that you're a great guy to ask this question to, and you do a lot of NFL coverage as well on American stations and networks and so forth. Before we get to tonight's Argos Riders game, um, I heard this morning on NFL radio they were talking about the Giants. Four straight losing seasons, now they're all in two. What do you do to kind of snap out of this and assure your fans that we're going in the right direction? Now, you've had a charmed existence in the CFL. You've been with winning teams throughout but what would you do if you were the New York Giants right now when you give a game away like that last night? You know, I think I think if you feel in the moment, um, you know, that the work you've put in, which, you know, Dave Gettleman certainly feels, you know, they've done a lot of work up front. Uh, you drafted a quarterback that you now continue to see uh, at times steps in the right direction uh, from him. But at other times, you know, you still saw a fumble week one. Uh, you still see an offense that can't convert uh, in, in big situations that are turning touchdown opportunities into field goal, you know, chances, um, you know, I think they're in a tough spot, you know, um, you know, the Eagles know what direction they're going moving forward with hurts Dak Prescott and what the Cowboys have, at least offensively shows you they're, they're headed in the right direction. And I think you got to be uh, really excited with what Dan Quinn did uh, for them defensively last week, you know, and you know, Washington has one side of the ball set in stone, and maybe they have kind of like tripped into a quarterback here, right? This kid, was, Heineke, was literally weeks away from signing in the CFL, uh, goes and signs as a quarantine quarterback with Washington, and suddenly is living a charmed existence there. You know, so maybe some of that Fitz magic may have rubbed off here, you know, on Tyler Heineke. So if you're the Giants, uh, I think there's a lot to, you know, to look at there and start deciding. Uh, You know, am I really uh, content with the roster and the people I have there? You know, you have to make a decision with Saquon Barkley at the end of the year. Uh, You're now with Daniel Jones and a little bit of a question mark of, you know, can he win games? Uh, And then defensively, it just has not come together yet. So I think there's a lot of looking in the mirror from the player standpoint, but also from upper management, because I think you've gotten as much or more out of Joe Judge as a kind of an outside the box hire as a head coach. Uh, to see how how hard they played from, how they bounced back last year. But you're asking a lot of a team to do the same thing two years in a row, uh, and you've dug yourself a little bit of a hole here 
especially since last night was a divisional game. Uh, from EGA, the initials watching on YouTube. John Murphy, very articulate. Tell him I say so. He was good in Saskatchewan. Absolutely, and that's where Murph and I got to be friends. So tonight's game, uh, I like the the Argo blue you're wearing, Murph. Real nice. You guys are rolling in here three and two. Feeling pretty good, I think, coming off that win over the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Take us through uh, your season so far, if you don't mind. It hasn't been totally smooth. No, but I think you know. Uh, I think every team in the league, you're you're having to deal with the kind of adaptability of what goes on every day, right? We arrived here, uh, and a day later, there there's changes to um, you know what you're going to have to do with uh, COVID rules and regulations in the province here, and I'm sure there'll be you know, changes again when we get back home and uh, it's happening all over the place. So really the adaptability is uh, is the biggest part. You're having to change your work schedule. Uh, you're having to change how you evaluate players. Injured players uh, are getting a longer opportunity. It's easier to rehab a player on the practice roster uh, than it is to figure out how to get somebody across the border and COVID policies and, and such of that. So, uh, you know, I understand where other people are coming from. I, I'm probably the worst <laughs> When it, when it comes to uh, evaluating, you know, what, what any of us have done individually uh, or collectively here, you know, on a short period of time because we've handled our business uh, and won our home games. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, but, you know, again, you know, not to uh, deter from the victories that we've had, but, uh, you know, we beat Winnipeg, you know, still without Andrew Harris. We beat uh, Hamilton last week without Brandon Banks. Of course, we're missing, you know, some players and all the teams are dealing with that. But, you know, I would say this is another uh, unique opportunity. You're in a, a, a hostile environment. It's the best environment in the league uh, in terms of uh, home field. You got a team that's, you know, played their main rival just like we have in back-to-back -back weeks and uh, did not get the total success, you know, out of that the same way we did. But uh, you, you know that they're very well coached. Uh, we know a lot of their players and staff uh, as well as uh, anybody in the league. So a uh, high respect level for playing not only in Saskatchewan but against a team that, uh, really will be coming out all guns blazing to start this game tonight. I got to say, I'm looking at you guys. You're number two in yardage allowed, sixth in points allowed, 111, I might point out to everybody, 111 points allowed by the Argos. Um, but Charleston Hughes returns tonight. He said that he would have this game circled on his calendar, and we haven't heard anything from Chucky all week long. So you've been around him, Murph. Is he just focused and getting, go about his business. It's very un-Charleston Hughes-like that he wouldn't have some bravado-type comment about coming in here for the game tonight. Well, I think, again, uh, you know, when you look at how the season has started, um, you know, I thought he played well against Calgary uh, outside of the penalties uh, and admittedly was a little too excited maybe for, you know, returning there. So I think you want to keep it in check. It's, a, you know, all of these games are four-point games. The divisional stuff is is sort of irrelevant until the second half of the season. You got to win, you know, games that, that you're put in opportunities to, you know, to have great chances here, you know, and, and this is, uh, again, another one. Uh, like I said, we've done well at Calgary, uh, didn't play our best game on either one of the next two road games we had. So here's another chance uh, to provide yourself with an opportunity to say, hey, this is a high playoff caliber team that was a Grey Cup contender every year they've played in the last three to five years. So, the measuring stick, once again, is there for you. So, uh, you know, I would say that uh, he's probably better off uh, letting all of his talk happen, you know, in, in the game tonight rather than beforehand or afterhand because uh, all of that is kind of in the past, right? What, what's gone on or where he was or where any of us was before is before and where we are now 
uh, is much more important to what's going to happen tonight. Absolutely, no doubt. And uh, I appreciate that. I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing how he performs. I'm looking at quarterback stats here, Murph, and McLeod Bethel-Thompson, he's got an efficiency rating of 102. Nick Arbuckle, 73.9. You know, I know you're not the biggest stats guy. Do you feel like you're in a good position with your quarterbacks, with the personnel you have, or would you, or do you hope that it would be a little more clear who the number one guy is? Because are, are you settled here in week seven on who's your guy? I think the positive part is, is that you've seen the ability to play winning football with two quarterbacks, which could be a very, very uh, necessary thing in a 14-game COVID season. Uh, knock on wood, we've been able to avoid uh, a lot of the uh, COVID scenarios uh, thus far, but we're going to have to continue uh, you know, to do that and pay heavy attention to it and keep the safety uh, of our club, but also our community you know, kind of first and foremost in all this. So... Uh, I think there have been times that you would have liked to have seen maybe the consistency factor uh, from week one to week two and then in the last few. And there's definitely points that were left uh, out on the field, uh, both of the road games and even week one uh, there. So I think anybody would tell you or both of them would say that uh, their games could have been improved uh, and the play, um, you know, in terms of what we expect out of the guys that we have. But they have uh, plenty of weapons. Uh, I think when you look at the young, you know, offensive line, that we have, especially playing a rookie center and left tackle, uh, that's going to be kind of a, a scenario where it'll take every team in the league a little while to get their chemistry and, and their unit, you know, playing together. So I think uh, we saw some improvements there. But if you can run the football, you know, a John White and DJ Foster, uh, control the line of scrimmage, you know, keep the, you know, opposing offense off the field, which is a big deal in the CFL because a lot of teams are able to put up points. You've seen that become a very winnable you know, resume for the Stampeders, the the Blue Bombers for sure are capitalizing on that now. It's what's led Montreal to a resurgence, uh, running the football and controlling the clock. So I think, uh, you know, there's definitely ways to improve. But what you like is you have two quarterbacks with experience. And then we have a third on the, you know, on the bench, you know, that's working and relearning a new system. But a very young quarterback in Antonio Pipkin, who's played a lot of football. Uh, and just a couple of days ago, even it's been overshadowed by a few other things that have been going on around uh, the football team this week. Uh, Cole McDonald, a very successful quarterback from Hawaii, added to the practice roster. Uh, and I think he's somebody that uh, in the future we'd be excited to see how he could adapt his skills uh, you know, to the CFL game. And, and everywhere I've been, if you add young quarterbacks and can develop two at a time, you know, one being your veteran, who's that guy that plays if there's an injury, but have an eye to the future at all times. Those are the teams that have had sustained success is building the quarterback room from the front to the back, but also having an eye on the future at the same time as playing your current season. Two last questions for you, Murph. And by the way, John Murphy of the Argos is with us. Clay and Brandon would like me to ask you of your receiver group. He says, ask John what he thinks of his receivers. That is quite a group there, John. Yeah, and I think um, – you know, we all we all knew that we had known um, Ricky. We had Ricky in Saskatchewan as a as a young player. Uh, so the ability to add him to the field, you definitely saw not having Ricky against Hamilton the first week uh, versus having him the second week. He adds a little bit different dimension there. I think the young Canadians, uh, you know, they're taking a lot of reps. They're playing a lot more football than uh, than we expected. Uh, you know, with the unfortunate loss of Juwan Breskison early in the season. 
Um, and then I think you've seen DeVars Daniels. You know, he was having a very good game against Winnipeg, uh, bounced back from the concussion well. And, you know, Eric Rogers, you know, I, I, you know, my thing with Eric is that he's just always open and available. Um, and when you have a rookie, uh, excuse me, a veteran player like that, uh, that comes in and, and brings the culture that he brings to that room, um, he just has a different perspective than a lot of the veteran receivers. It's something we saw with, uh, with Cope. You know, when I was in uh, Calgary, you know, when a veteran steps up and takes that lead, goes out and practices every day the way that they play and brings just a different attitude to the room, the young guys now know that uh, that's the expected way to work and practice every day. And I think that we could, we should see even more improvement out of that room. I have a, a, a great expectation that they could be one of the best, you know, in our league. I don't think we've shown that to date. Uh, there's been too many drops and a, and a couple of, you know, uh, false start, you know, penalty-wise, you know, things that we need to clean up, but uh, the talent in that room is exceptional. Last one for you, Murph, because the Hoggies get no love. I ran into Darius Bladdock uh, in the lobby of your hotel, and I said, uh, how has this move been to Toronto? And he's like, oh, the best thing. <laughs> he's just so happy playing with you guys. He said he's starting tonight. Uh, when you saw him come on the market, it seemed like a pretty quick decision for you guys. He's a quality player. Right. And, uh, and again, what we were looking for, you know, um, it's not what we didn't have. It's, it's what guys like Darius do have. The, the game really means, you know, something to them. Um, they're going to play hard. Uh, you know, they have that little bit of an edge to their game and, and their style of play. Sometimes it's uh, something you got to rein in a little bit. Uh, and, you know, Darius, uh, you know, as, as well as anybody, you know, who's covered him, uh, he's definitely fits in that mold. Um, but you look, the Castro's very much in the same way. Um, the things that Dylan Giffen and Shane Richards did, right, losing 150 pounds, uh, you know, during an offseason and a quarantine time, you know, to put themselves in a position to make our team um, dressing Theron Churchill tonight. So there's another rookie, you know, uh, that's making their way there. Uh, I think that's a, a very key part of this, right? We, we all know the teams that have had success and have had sustained success in our league have had very good quarterback play, but the other part is Canadians. Uh, and we'll again be dressing at least nine Canadians from the last two drafts or so. So rookie first year Canadians that have all played under double digit games in the CFL. So they're sort of learning together. They're growing together. Uh, there's going to be some mistakes they make, but they play fast. They play hard. Uh, and the thing is, every time they go out there, it's a it's a new experience and and one that we hope will pay dividends in uh, the months to come. Murph, I appreciate the time. You're a great person, and I just want to tell you, here's the buzz that I hear from my Argo guys, okay? Murph does all the heavy lifting, and pinball just comes in as the closer. <laughs> I'm not expecting you to respond to that. That's just <laughs> that's what the feeling is. Yeah, I think, I think, I, I think if anyone talks uh, or knows, um, the best thing that we have going on here is everybody knows what their strengths are, and they're okay with that. And uh, I think the biggest thing um, that Bill Manning could have never had an imagination in a million years to know how well uh, two people who had really never met, never interacted with each other, had no idea, you know, who the other one was. I will 100% continue to tell anybody uh, if you've met or you hear pinball or you just have seen it on TV, an interview, a charity event or whatever, you know, you're only scratching the surface <laughs> of what you get. If you've had the pleasure of, getting to know or meet Michael Clemens, the person, you would be more amazed that the person is more of a Hall of Famer as a person than they are or as a player, uh, as a coach, as an administrator, or anything else. So if, if somebody wants to give me credit 
for doing the heavy lifting, they're missing the factor that uh, you really have to give credit to the person who would allow you the yeah. opportunity and ability to do the heavy lifting when he has done way more in this sport than I've accomplished to date. Uh, so for him to give me the room and opportunity to grow and learn and develop underneath him is a, you know, a benefit to me uh, and so far a benefit to this organization. He is real. There's no doubt. But Murph, uh, glad to see you in first place. Not a surprise. Good luck tonight, my man, and uh, keep in touch. Excellent. I, I think we might have some news for you next week too, Roddy. Oh, well, you know where to find me. Thanks, Murph. Spicy. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. I wonder what that would be. John Murphy joining us here on game day. Riders and Argos tonight. Dun, dun, dun. Sports update coming back. Moose will be back. We'll take a look at week three, week two, the rest of week two in the National Football League. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. And uh, we're going to talk a little National Football League now. Uh, but first, Derek Cousins uh, watching on Facebook. He says, hey, Rod, have a great time working slash playing in Florida. I'm jealous. Who knows when I'll get to an NFL game again? Uh, well, it's not that hard. But I'm looking at the game that I'll be at. Bills-Dolphins, AFC East showdown. Dolphins 1-0, Bills 0-1. Upset at home last week by Pittsburgh. Tua versus Josh Allen. 11 a.m. Mountain kickoff, 1 p.m. at Hard Rock Stadium. Got my parking. Got my pass. Can, can we just sit on that for a second? Because what? that game that you're going to watch. It's a big one. It's huge. Really big one in the division. Like if the Dolphins win and two is 2-0, all of a sudden like they're for real and like Buffalo's good. And if Buffalo loses a second in a row, like they might ring the alarm bells after losing to Pittsburgh and if they lose to Miami. So that's a big game. Really, really big game. From my cousin Christina Medicine Hat. Safe travels to the luckiest guy I know. Have fun. Thank you, Christine. I'm very, very, very lucky. And I've got my, uh, <clears throat> got my negative test here. Got my proof of vaccination. I'm guarding this with my life. It's right in my show binder. Whoops, Wheaton Kia. Don't have a second one of those, do you? No. So week two in the National Football League, our preview brought to you by BetRegal.net, where you can sign up for the free play sportsbook like I did. Do it now. Just do a proof of age, your email address, and you're in. You can bet on these games, get 1,000 bet regal points per month to have fun with. I've got my favorite games, obviously the one that I'm going to be at, the Bills and the Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium. My team, the Dallas Cowboys, visit the Los Angeles Chargers, and that's going to be a tough one for America's team. But, Moose, how about you? Your Titans are in tough. What Seattle, do you got this in, week? In that's an afternoon right. game, I'm yeah. really – Nervous about that because the alarm bells will be going off in Tennessee if the Titans don't win this game or at least play very well. Derrick Henry's got to play well. The O-line's got to play well. The defense has to play well. There are a lot of concerns. So that's one I'm looking at. You know, I've got some picks I'm going to get to right away. The Green Bay-Detroit game was one that I wanted to pick 
Detroit or Green Bay's favored by eleven over Detroit. So I was thinking about taking Detroit plus eleven, which means I get Detroit and they give me eleven points, right? So Detroit can lose by ten and I still get Detroit. I think it's a trap game because on one hand I can see Aaron Rodgers coming out and flexing his muscles and winning this game by two or three touchdowns. But I could also see Detroit keeping it close. So I didn't bet on that game, but we can put up the graphic. Let's I can go. show, you, I can show you the three picks. What did you pick? I'm interested to see. So I, I picked Tampa over Atlanta. You look at it's pretty easy. Gronk had 90 yards and two touchdowns. Antonio Brown at 120 plus yards and a score. Tom Brady was really great. Four touchdown passes. Like what year is it, right? With these guys excelling. You could have made this spread 30 points. I still would have taken Tampa Bay over Atlanta with apologies to producer Clark, who's a Falcons fan. They might not win a game, but that's another bet for another time. That's going to be tough. I'm surprised that New Orleans isn't favored by more, so that's why I took the Saints over Carolina. I had the Saints in my top five this week. I think Jameis Winston's very capable. I think he's protecting the football. I think New Orleans will roll over Carolina, even though Christian McCaffrey's playing pretty well and Sam Darnold, I think, is going to resurrect his career. And I'm taking the Rams over Indianapolis. Again, just three and a half. Indy's a good team. Carson Wentz is playing well. Um, They've got a good run game. They've got a good defense. But the Rams, I think, in prime time, they still made some mistakes. And they're still on the upswing. I think they're going to be even better. Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford in week two. So I think the Rams will roll. And then at the bottom... Our, our content creator, Nelson, who's a big gambling guy, he's into sports betting, he puts he's going to put up his prop bet of the week, which is Cooper Cup uh, over under uh, 5.5 receptions. Who do you got? What do you, and, and they want our pick on that. So five and a half receptions, Cooper Cup for the L.A. Rams. What do you have last week? Seven for 108. Yeah. He's a big part of their offense. I'm going to take the over on that. That's a fun prop bet from Nelson. It is a fun one. And I'm going to take the under. Really? I'm going to take the under just because I think that the Indy defense will be keying on him. I think he'll have, you know, four or five, but I don't think he'll have more. Unbelievable. I'm looking at the Bengals-Bears game. Minus 111. You know how many points the Toronto Argonauts have given up? 111. I'm just pointing that out. I just looked it up last second. You just happened to see it, hey? Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys, that's the only game that matters. And as I mentioned, they're going to visit the Los Angeles Chargers, who are 3.5-point favorites out there on the West Coast. The Chargers beat Washington last weekend, as we saw last night. That's not necessarily easy to do to beat Washington. This is going to be my pick, okay? My team. Cowboys did beat the spread last week on week one. No moral victories for the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. Zero. But I don't think... They're going to beat the spread this week against the Chargers. I, that, that's a bet that I, I'm going to take. Does it hurt you that the Seahawks are favored by six and a half over your Titans? Oh, that's a lot. That is a lot of points. I, I, I don't usually bet on the Titans. I would take them to cover that spread. I don't know if they're going to win. Chargers, I mean, Justin Herbert looks like a quarterback who could be an MVP this year. Dak, though, I mean, he played, he played his nuts off last week, and they played pretty well. Came close. I mean, you said no moral victories. That's a good football game. Three and a half points. I, that's, I stayed away from that game because I have no idea what's going to happen. That's tough. What is with defenses that they can't stop the opposition on a last-minute drive? You see it all the time. This year we've seen it in both the CFL and the NFL. Get a stop. 
I know. You start, you change the way you play. You stop being aggressive. You stop trying to make a play and you play not to lose instead of playing to win. And playing not to lose is never a good strategy. These NFL previews go by real fast. Brought to you by betregal.net. Go to their website, check it out. Running on their main page right now is the fact that they are the exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show, betregal.net. Overtime is next. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Uh, and the Moose. And uh, it's just rolling it over into overtime here. It's really all the same discussion that we just had. I see Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace saying, Have fun in Florida, Roddy. Go Riders. Go Jays. Go Pats. And go Packers. Have a fabulous weekend, everyone. Thank you, Jennifer. She's such a ray of sunshine. Stop in at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Say hey to her. You're home for the UFC. They got a big fight night Saturday night. And uh, also the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. Darren in Salt Lake City says, Longtime Chargers fan, they have a unique talent for blowing it in games. They should win. Uh, so do the Dallas Cowboys. That's the problem. Do you notice that I'm just over the Dallas Cowboys at this time? Yeah. Not to the degree that Peter Labardius is with the Vikings, but my expectations aren't really high, and that's unfortunate. From the general in Calgary, is it him? No, Earl James on YouTube says, I don't know about the Steelers and Raiders. Another overtime game. I just checked those odds at betregal.net, the exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show. The the, uh, Raiders coming off the OT win. Monday Night Football at home dupes. They're into Pittsburgh. What do you think the line is on that one? In Heinz Field. Pittsburgh by six and a half. Come on! That's not even fair. What? You looked it up. No. It's exactly what it is. Wow. That's godlike. I don't... Pittsburgh had that big win last week over Buffalo. So the odds makers ride a little high. I think Vegas is better than that. Than being a six and a half point underdog. Really? I think they're better than you that. You take them to beat the spread. I would. So this is fun. If you want to just have fun and figure out what we're talking about, because this betting stuff's going to be becoming more and more and more a part of our world, your world, the sports world, go to betregal.net, sign up for the play, the free play sports book like I did. And you don't have to wager any money. You get a thousand bet regal points per month to wager on the games. And uh, Earl James, again, I feel like Earl and I can really be friends. He says, Mike McCarthy is Mike McCarthy. He's very uninspiring. I.E., I wouldn't want to play for him. Sports update. Montreal will host the 2022 NHL Draft. This came down this morning. The league announced the city will stage the event July 6th and 7th at the Santa Bell. They were supposed to host it last year, but COVID screwed out up. Blue Jays continue their postseason push tonight at Rogers Center in the opener of a three-game series against the Twins. Hin Jin Ru goes to the mound for Toronto, who's tied with the Red Sox for two. Uh, the Jays and the Red Sox are tied for the two American League wildcard spots. The Yankees a half game back. 
They lost to Baltimore last night. What a bunch of losers. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, Almond Coconut. RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Moose is rubbing his hands together over there. What do you got? Three minutes away from my uh, peanut butter uh, <laughs> G2G bar, chocolate peanut butter. I got them packed in my bag here. Um, Aaron from Yorkton. Aaron Naj, you're going to the Rugby World Sevens, by the way, in Edmonton. You've won the text contest here. Of the thousands of entrants we've had, Aaron Naj in Yorkton, you've won. I forwarded your number to the Moose. He'll be in touch. You're going to Edmonton. Congratulations and thanks for playing. Oh, how about that? We do this every week. The business of the week for MySask411. It is a phone book in your hand. Download the MySask411 app and you'll discover businesses like True North, Yamaha, RV, and Marine based in beautiful Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. They have the best boats and RVs imaginable. You can schedule a test drive and find different financial options right on their website. Find them on MySask411 today. True North Yamaha RV and Marine. Sounds like a place you could have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And with, by the way, it's T-R-U North. True, no E, North. Not Winnipeg, True North. True North Yamaha RV and Marine based in Prince Albert. It's the business of the week for MySAS 411. We do it every week, connecting people to businesses, businesses to people, businesses to businesses. In this province, we look out for one another. That's what we do. True North Yamaha RV and Marine in Prince Albert. Where, by the way, they host uh, Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats tonight. What are you getting up to, Moose? You going to watch some uh, junior hockey preseason play? Tonight? Your Blades are home to Edmonton tonight, by the way. They I'm are. sure you knew that. Yeah, I thought about making the drive, actually. Come on. To check out the Husky game, the hockey game. But uh, Mike Babcock's first game tonight. I know. Where's the parade, the ticker tape parade? Like, love, why is this not a big, big deal? I love university hockey. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, wish I was there, but uh, no, a couple of things. Uh, I'll, I'll be uh, following your travel a little bit. We'll get ready for the shows next week. Safe travels. Enjoy. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have some great shows. It's a lot of fun. Going to be some uh, big fun coming up over the next couple of weeks from Florida. Moose will be on the line from here and ports, parts unknown. Next week, we got Jamie Thomas, Winnipeg Jets radio color guy. Bob Stoffer, Oilers color guy. Paul Hendrick. Uh, is he still Leafs TV? A.J. Gallant from the Untold Crime and Penalties documentary on Netflix. And Amar Dolman, the owner of the BC Lions. We'll talk to you next week from Florida, everybody. No laughing on the sponsor's couch. This is the media. We're not supposed to have fun. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.